Welcome to the first season of the Anglican Curiosities Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Paris, Director of Marketing, Publications, and Public Relations here at Trinity School for Ministry and overall curious person. Whether you're curious to know if this tradition could be personally meaningful or if you've been around Anglican churches for a while and there are some things about it you've wanted to know but haven't found the way to ask, we welcome you to be curious with us today. At the core of the Trinitarian faith is this really big question. Who is Jesus Christ, right? Is he just another guy, a wise teacher, a moral guide, or is he the incarnate word and son of God? I think we've been looking uh, as a Christian church in all the wrong places here because uh, we've been looking for the Holy Spirit and yet the Holy Spirit operates uh, through the word of God. Um, now, I don't limit the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can operate in many different ways, but we know that when the Bible is opened and the people of God gather around the Word of God and the Word of God is read to us, that the Holy Spirit is there, that God's Word is living and active, that it, He promises it won't return to Him empty. So uh, I think we actually we, we, we actually recover the Spirit, um, a, a doctrine of the Holy Spirit, an experience of the Holy Spirit as we sit under God's Word. The dividing point for the English reformers was that the medieval church, for all its best intentions, for its emphasis on scripture, its emphasis on the factions, its emphasis on ordered and theologically rich worship, um, its connection to the patristic fathers, all of that, despite all those good things that will guide him in his reforms, it had listened through scholasticism, making reason be an equal partner with revelation. And by letting human reason have equal part with revelation, they had got off because the gospel is scandalous and it insults human reason. The tone that he wanted to set for the foundation of the table, to use your metaphor, would be one of, we're coming together to celebrate as a family together. And we celebrate the truth of Scripture, we celebrate the truth of God's graciousness and His grace to us, at the same time enjoying our fellowship and inspiring and encouraging and stimulating one another to good works. We've got to, be, we've got to remember too that sometimes it's, it's jolly uncomfortable because you hear things and you're supposed to say, you know, hear the word of the Lord, thanks be to God. And you sit there wondering, why am I thanking God? You know, you, you, you're actually challenged and uh, and uh, and you have to think, you have to pray for the work of the Spirit to show you how this word, this word, which has actually unsettled you, challenged you, confronted you, made you squirm, is actually something you, you should gratefully, gratefully receive as the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to you. It's interesting in the realignment, we, we've tweaked things a little bit. Um, the one thing that we have strengthened in the Anglican Church of North America is the importance and the principle of subsidiarity. That's pushing the authority down to the local or the lower levels rather than um, doing it from top down. And I, I think that's both expedient, but it's also very wise because then you don't have disjunctures from the top to the bottom. And that's always been an Anglican principle. There is a difference between reformers and revolutionaries. Revolutionaries want to burn the whole house down. 
and start from scratch, not only with an architectural plan of their own making, but ideally with materials of their own choosing. Reformers are folks who value the tradition, but feel that it has not been rightly assessed and it's gone a bit astray, that the foundation was laid well, but the builders have constructed something that doesn't reflect what the original architects intended. We want to be able to affirm that Jesus is truly present to his people through Holy Communion in a, in a special way that really is a means of grace. It's a means of Jesus renewing our, our union with Christ, right? Through, through the Holy, Holy Communion, we renew our, our intimate relationship with Jesus, that he, he is in us and we are in him, as the prayer of humble access says. And, and we need Holy Communion to renew that on a regular basis. We have a unique charism and uh, we can connect the historic church uh, to the Catholic church, to the reformed church, um, and into the very contemporary and missional church of t tomorrow. And I, I, I'm a convinced Anglican and I'm afraid I will be to the day the Lord calls me home. In this inaugural season of the podcast, we're seeking to give you a 5,000-foot view of what the Anglican tradition is, what makes it distinct, who are the key characters throughout history, and what do churches in the Anglican tradition look like today? We hope these episodes will allow you to see the big picture while pointing out some key details along the way. We welcome you to be curious with us on the Anglican Curiosities Podcast by Trinity School for Ministry.